Good morning, everyone. I'm R.W. Estella with a word in Edgewise. Today is the 26th of October, the 299th day of this leap year of 2020. As the weeks fall to the side, like so many pages in a book, we steadily, relentlessly traipse onward through the scant 67 days remaining until 2021. Toward the end of last week, the number of confirmed COVID-19 cases worldwide was over 42 million, amounting to an increase of over 3 million cases since the week before. The number of confirmed cases in the United States near the end of this past week was nearing 8.5 million, an increase of over 500,000 cases since the week before. During that time, the American people listened to their president, Donald Trump, fervently disclaim COVID-19, saying this about the coronavirus, we're rounding a corner, the virus is going away. Elsewhere on the planet, India maintains a solid second place worldwide this past week with 7.8 million confirmed cases. Brazil continues in third place worldwide with 5.4 million confirmed cases. Russia remains in fourth place, having approximately 1.5 million confirmed cases. Argentina continues in fifth place, having almost 1.1 million cases. Moving up into sixth place this past week, displacing Colombia, is France, also nearing 1.1 million cases. Spain is again in seventh place this past week at just over 1 million confirmed cases since the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic. The number of deaths from COVID-19 globally by this past Friday was surging past 1.2 million. Total confirmed COVID-19 deaths in the United States near the end of this past week were 223,000, an increase again of at least 5,000 deaths from the previous week. In other words, nationwide, COVID-19 continues to kill, on average, at least 714 United States citizens per day. Important to note is that the United States has only about 4% of the world's population, but we have almost 21% of the world's confirmed COVID-19 cases. So we continue as the number one hotspot for coronavirus deaths on the planet with Brazil again in second place, having over 156,000 deaths. India is again in third place, having nearly 118,000 deaths. And Mexico remains in fourth place, with close to 88,000 deaths. Heavenward this morning before daybreak, and for a few more of these last October 2020 mornings, the sky's brightest star, Sirius, sometimes pulsing several colors, green, yellow, blue, and red, will be in the southeast sky, hanging just under Betelgeuse and Rigel, the two brightest stars of the constellation Orion, which graced us with meteor showers last week. Today is the anniversary of American sex educator Margaret Sanger being arrested in 1916 for obscenity, as defined by crusader Anthony Comstock, whose name had earlier in 1873 been applied to the new Comstock Law, which made it a crime to circulate obscenity through the mail, the law defining information about contraception or abortion as obscenity. 
Sanger had practiced her obscenity by writing a weekly sex education column titled What Every Girl Should Know for the socialist newspaper The Call. Sanger had been a nurse in New York's Lower East Side, and later, on October 16, 1916, in the Brownsville District of Brooklyn, would open America's first birth control clinic, advertised by handbills in English, Yiddish, and Italian. Ten days and 464 patients later, on October 26, local police closed the clinic and arrested Sanger. Today is also the anniversary of the 1881 gunfight at the O.K. Corral in Tombstone, Arizona, featuring the Earp Brothers and Doc Holliday against the Cowboys, who included the Clantons and McLaurys and Bill Claiborne. The gunfight lasted about 30 seconds or so, though subsequent accounts in 20th century Hollywood films drew the skirmish out to more than six minutes. 170 years ago today, explorer Robert McClure, from a high vantage point near Banks Island, discovered the Northwest Passage through Canada. This weekend on Saturday will be the 503rd anniversary of Martin Luther setting the Catholic world on fire with his 95 Theses, posted on the Castle Church door in Wittenberg, Germany, on All Hallows' Eve, 1517. And speaking of fires, today, 73 years ago, the Great Bar Harbor Fire of 1947 was still a day from being declared under control, though the fire would not be pronounced completely out until November 14th, almost a month after the fire had begun. Over the course of the two weeks of the second half of October, frequent gale-force winds had shifted direction at least three times, so that half of the eastern half of Mount Desert Island would burn, all told, over 17,000 acres, 10,000 of them in Acadia National Park, resulting in a significant change to the boreal forest, such that deciduous trees would increasingly become evident in the space created by the fire's destruction of so many conifers. Today in Los Angeles, California, in 1914, John Leslie Jackie Coogan was born to vaudeville dancer Jack Coogan and Lillian Rita Coogan, who had been the child actress Baby Lillian. Biographer Ed Morrow tells us young Jackie's mother took him to a film studio when he was only 18 months old, stuck him in a high chair, and was able to prompt him to burble and cry, which earned him a role in the film Skinner's Baby. At five years old, Jackie was cast opposite Charlie Chaplin in The Kid, and by 1923, Jackie was the number one box office star, shining more brightly than Rudolph Valentino or Douglas Fairbanks, and earning 22000 per week in the days when $500 could buy an automobile. Unfortunately for Jackie, however, his mother Lillian had spent nearly every cent of the $4 million he had earned. He subsequently sued her, to no avail other than touching off a scandal that would cause the California legislature to pass the Coogan Law, which required that managers of child actors place a large portion of the child's earnings in trust. Coogan married and divorced Betty Grable in the late 1930s and won the Distinguished Flying Cross and Air Medal during World War II as a U.S. Army Air Force glider pilot in the Pacific Theater. 
After the war, he appeared as a character actor in many films and television programs, among them in the 1960s as Uncle Fester in the Addams Family series. Today is also the birthday of Pat Sajak in 1946, of Hillary Clinton and Jacqueline Smith in 1948, and of Keith Urban in 1967. From Oral Domain, I'm R.W. Estella with a word in Edgewise. Here's to the sixth official week of autumn 2020, and happy Halloween.